1: mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices message and data rates may apply bank of america and a member FDIC. yeah there should be some passion this doesn't have to be boring 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 you didn't, didn't by baseball. okay one thing uh, the game needs
2: is more people like you 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 still have bro man run around tight pants.
0: it's Smokey vets daniel bard it's steve Aoki, here's salt Lamachia. this is brock hole hey this is john lester baseball. baseball baseball isn't boring welcome to
2: baseball isn't boring here's your host Rob Bradford. Hey, every day we try to remind you that baseball is been boring. And it's so important that we keep those reminders coming, that we take the podcast that we do and we pluck out, and in case you missed it, and in case you missed it, some important pieces of these podcasts, which I think highlight uh, the great message that we're trying to get a- across, whether it's newsworthy, whether it's topical, whether it's uh, thought-provoking, whatever it is in case you missed it. All right, today's In Case You Missed It, or one of them is we had Rich Hill on the podcast announcing the big news, the big news, Players Only Thursday, where Rich and a co-host, another major league player, either former or current or uh, whatever it is, a guy who played the great game and got paid for it, uh, breaks down something in regards to baseball. Because you know what? When you get two guys together, who actually are on the same level, have similar experiences, and are talking about important things like baseball, then it's always better. We did it the other night, Beckett and Punto. When they got on, it was just like guys chopping it up on the team plane. That's what you want. All right, so that's what Rich Hill came on the podcast to announce and also why breaking down how you have to have balls in the postseason. Basically, that's it. You have to have stones. You have to be able to function. He obviously has shown that he can, but it's really, really interesting, him talking, breaking it down, about how you have to prepare for that moment, which we're seeing throughout the World Series. All right, another thing that we got into is, I asked him, I said, flat out, are you going to hear this? Do players understand that there is a crap load of money to be made When it comes to the postseason, do players understand this? I mean, it is a weird dynamic, but it's the fact. If you do something in the postseason on that stage in a matter of uh, a couple of weeks, you can make yourself a ton of money in free agency, money that wasn't there if you weren't in the postseason. So I just asked him from his perspective, from a player's perspective. And then Ian Brown of MLB.com is also on the Rich Hill podcast. He also weighed in with a great example, an outstanding example of this, which I hadn't even thought of, but it might be the best example. All right. Well, we want to give this to you uh, in case you missed it. Rich Hill talking about the dynamic of players making money, knowing that they can make a lot of money with good postseason performance. Okay. Everyone's been so nice, so kind. So uh, so receiving of the podcast, we were a weekend rate. Leave a nice review, uh, listen, and subscribe. We want to get the subscribers up, so there you go. You wake up in the morning, 6 o'clock every morning Eastern. Boom, there it is. It's right there. All you have to do is hit the button, and you're listening. What a joy, and it's free. All right, here you go. In case you missed it, Rich Hill talking contracts. It's always been baffling to me how much money guys can make in a two-week span. Mm -hmm. and. Right, and so this is a real like everybody who is like claps back at me about this. I got plenty of examples that um, of like this is smart people get seduced by the here and the now. You know that I wrote about it today, like in the Red Sox point of view, which we were covering. Pablo Sandoval. I had an executive say, "Well, he, after he won, after they signed him to the big contract, after he had an OPS of low seven hundreds, well, he won the World Series MVP. He's good on the big stage, and every day is the big stage in Boston. Oh God, this is a smart person telling me this, <laughs> yeah, right? Nathan Ovaldi, Joe Kelly. Obviously, you know they've gone on to good stuff." but they doubled their contracts off of two and a half weeks. I mean, I think yeah, that's, right. that's inarguable. And so right. with Vasquez, you look at it, this was his second start in the playoffs, second start. He had a 500-something OPS with the Astros and what a 38 games with the Astros. Clearly, like, since he left the Red Sox, it wasn't trending well in terms of his maximum value in a free agent. But, 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 now you come <laughs> away from that moment and all of a sudden, you're going to have front offices saying, look at the way, look at what this guy did in this game. And because we heard it after the game and you watched it. Oh, emotionally, he was there. You know, strategically, he was there. Physically, he was there. It's everything that you want in a catcher. And he yeah. did it on the biggest stage. He made himself money. That, that, that is a fact. So, I, my guess, my question I'm asking, Rich, is do players understand this? Oh,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. And when you look at the teams that are going to be in the market for players who can perform in the postseason, those are the teams that want to go to the postseason. <laughs> so it really, I mean, you know, the guys that perform in the, in, the, in, the, in the postseason, in October, especially in the World Series, you're going to be attracting, you know, the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Dodgers, the Cubs, um, you know, big market teams, the Cardinals. Uh, if you want to throw them in there as, as a as a you know one of the uh, bigger market baseball teams. Um, and I think that that's something you know is is obviously hopefully widening as as we go into this off season. But you see you know when guys go out there and they do perform in 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 the biggest situations, uh, there's a reason why you know clubs e- e- want those guys because they know they can do it in that situation. They've proved it, and there's and again, it goes back to sample size.'s a small sample size of being able to do it. And, uh, you know, that they know that, and when I say they, the clubs know that when those guys perform in the postseason, in the World Series, that they're getting somebody that's going to bring that experience into their clubhouse, into their locker room, and give a little bit uh, of a sense of peace to some of the guys that may have, you know, some trepidation who have not done it in the postseason, um, And bring that leadership during the season uh, in a steady hand that, that, other players can look at and say, oh, okay, well, this guy's proven himself in the postseason and this is how he goes about his business. So there must be something that he is doing that is correct. Mm -hmm. And now you see other guys going to do that, um, you know, that are, uh, that are observing that player and, and, you know, they will find success, I believe um, through observation. Um, But when you watch Vasquez. Uh, you know, obviously perform in the postseason and postseasons um, in the past, you know, he brings that, he has that, like, you know, I, you know, uh, you know, I don't give a shit attitude uh, to the, to the, to the game when he goes out there. And uh, what I mean by that is that I'm here. I am. This is what I have. Take it or leave it, whatever. I'm going to leave everything on the field. And again, it comes back to the, that mentality of the, of the boxer. I'm, I'm coming at you. And, you know, whether you're ready or not, I don't care. Here it is. And we watch him play, um, you know, right now in this postseason, and he has that attitude. You know, if he he misses a ball, he missed a ball last night, whatever. Who cares? Uh, You know, it it hit off his leg and hit the umpire. Okay, give me another ball. Gets a ball, throws it back, right back into the next pitch. He's not phased by like, oh, you know, like, because something didn't go his way. He has control of his emotions, and he also understands how to perform, you know, in that situation with that attitude. It's all about that attitude, about that aggressive attitude, that intensity. And it's a focused intensity um, that when the game is over and, and, you know, the final out is made in a a postseason game, you know, again, you just go back to saying I did everything I could. That's Mm -hmm. it. And it's very simple. Uh, Getting to that point is different, but that's the mindset at the end of it.
2: I like how we tied all this together. I feel right. <laughs> Ian, am, I, am I
1: missing an example? Bob? you're really good at re- recalling. I got a I got a great example, Rob. Um, oh. <laughs> Derek Lowe in 2004 uh, had a had like a five and a half ERA during the regular season, and he was a free agent. And he actually got Terry Francona and Theo Epstein told him right before the playoff started that he was out of the rotation, and he threw a he threw kind of a hissy fit, and uh, Barrette kind of reeled them back in. And then he had just this epic postseason where he became the first person to win uh, three World Series clinching game, all three World Series clinching games. And like, how much money did he make himself? Oh, the Dodgers, ever, right? Yeah, game seven at Yankee Stadium, uh, two days rest, he six innings, one run. Uh, game four in St. Louis, it was, I think, seven shutout innings in the clinching game. And uh, he would, he told me when I was writing the book on the 04 Red Sox that uh, in his free agent year, he was having such a, a bad year that he was like, I'm fl- I'm flushing millions of dollars down the toilet every time I pitch. You know, that was that. He said that was actually going through his mind. And then in October, he got it. He got it all back. He got a- who would have thought at the beginning of that playoffs he was going to get a four-year deal? It was something like, you know, 40 million dollars at the time. But, yeah, he did it largely based on that postseason. And it turned out to be a good contract for him uh, and for the Dodgers because uh, he proved to be that guy. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and
0: then I... Uh... I look over at my dad and I I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.